Good morning. If you would, open your Bibles to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 42. And again, we'll be looking at verse 19. How often do we turn from God and go our own way? How often do we disobey God? Now, what do I mean? If you think about it, God wants us to turn to the right and we want to go to the left, so we go to the left, disobeying Him. This is what happened to Judah. God had commanded them to follow Him, to follow His law. We also see it with the northern kingdom of Israel. God had commanded them to follow Him And instead of following God, they both disobeyed God, and God destroyed the northern kingdom of Israel by the Assyrians. And what we find in Judah is he has destroyed Israel by the hands of the Babylonians, or the tribe of Judah by the hand of the Babylonians. So instead of following God, they disregarded what God had told them. And what we see... In these chapters, starting pretty much with chapter 41 and going to chapter 44, we see that this remnant of Judah wanted to go into the land of Egypt to escape the Babylonians, and God had commanded them not to do that. Yet they disregard what God had said, and they turned to Egypt. Look at... Jeremiah 42, verse 19. It's written, O ye remnant of Judah, the Lord hath said concerning you, Go not into Egypt, know certainly that I have admonished you this day. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us today, Lord, as we worship together. Just give us an insight and understanding into your word, and I just... Thank you and praise you, Lord, for all the many blessings that you have given us, the blessings of life and liberty, just the blessings that we could just come and worship today, Lord. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today, that if there's anyone here that needs to make any decision, that you would speak to their hearts. And Lord, I just pray that, again, you would be with those that could not make it today, those that may be traveling, those that are sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones. We lift them up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. And again, Lord, I just thank you and praise you for all the many blessings that you've given us. And Lord, I just pray that you would just speak through me today and hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. And just bind down Satan, Lord, and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, what is happening to the southern kingdom of Judah at this time? God has delivered the southern kingdom into the hands of the Babylonians. And this was a result of the sin and idolatry that was taking place in the land. So as a result of the sin and idolatry, God is pretty much fulfilling what he had said in his law. If you look at the book of Leviticus, chapter 18, verses 27 through 30, God had told uh, 
the Hebrews that if they, if they sinned and defiled the land by sin and committing all of these sins that the people that were going to be cast out had committed, if, if the Hebrews did this, then the land would spew them out. Basically, they would be cast from the land. And this is what we see taking place. God is casting them from the land. And by this time, the kingdom had been destroyed. The king had been captured. The princes were dead. The high officials were dead. And the people were trying to flee the land and get away from the Babylonians. And... If you look back, starting with chapter 41, verse 16, you have this remnant of Judah. And God commands this remnant. He delivers this word to Jeremiah, and he commands this remnant to stay in the land. And he's telling them that if they, pretty much if they follow him, if they do as he says if they start to worship him again, he would protect them. He would show mercy to them. He would let them dwell in the land. And if you look at at verses 10 through 13, chapter 42, he says that he would plant them in the land. Plant them in the land. And would deliver them from the hands of the king of Babylon. Basically, he is offering his protection to them, telling them, I'll build you back up into a nation. All you have to do is worship me. But he also adds something else. He says, do not go into Egypt. Do not go into Egypt. Stay in the land. And all they had to do was listen to him. That's all they had to do. Listen to him. Yet, as we see throughout the book of Jeremiah, they would not listen to Jeremiah's prophecies. They rejected it. Yet, if you read, God tells them, you know, you're trying to flee the land to find peace and to find food and to, to, to just find this secure place to go, so you're going to go to Egypt, and he says, you're not going to find peace there. You're going to find war. You're going to find famine. You're not going to be delivered if you go into Egypt. They would only find war and famine by leaving the land of Judah. And then God tells them, if you continue to read, starting with verse 21 in chapter chapter 42 and go through chapter 44, God tells them, if you go into Egypt, my wrath is going to be poured out against you. He's going to show them his wrath if they enter Egypt. And not only will God be pouring his wrath out against the remnant of Judah, 
he is telling them that my wrath is going to be poured out against Egypt anyway because of the sin of the Egyptians. Do not go, as Jeremiah says, go not into Egypt. Do not do it. Do not go there. But why would God's wrath be poured out against them if they go into Egypt? Think about something. What happens if they go into Egypt? If they go into Egypt after God had commanded them not to, they would be violating God's command. Thus, they would be sinning again. This would be a continuation of the sin that they were already being punished for. He was going to punish them for sin. And if you think about it, he's already consumed Israel and Judah. Why? Because if you think about the sin of idolatry, if you think about the sins that Israel and Judah had been performing, it all boils down to not following God. If they had followed God and kept his statutes, they would have never been punished. And now God is telling them again, follow my command, do not go into Egypt If you stay here and you follow what I'm going to tell you to do, if you continue to stay here and worship me and leave the idolatry and sin behind, you're going to be planted in the land and I'm going to show mercy to you. But if you disregard it, you're going to be punished again. God wanted them to stay in the land of Judah and be his people. He wanted them to be his people. And we see this in how he tells them he would have mercy on them. He would have mercy on them. Plant them in the land. And he also tells them he would protect them from the Babylonians. Yet they would have to obey They would have to follow what he said and not go into Egypt. And the reason God is so adamant about them not going into Egypt is because of what Egypt represents in the Old Testament. If you look back through the Old Testament, the land of Egypt represented sin. It represented sin. And it represented bondage so it was a land of sin and land of bondage and if you and if you read in the old testament you see where it says that someone turned toward egypt or or they wanted to return to egypt basically they were turning towards sin they wanted to return to a land of bondage and we see this with the hebrews during the time of the exodus If you look in the book of Exodus and then you, you look in you know, Exodus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, you'll see that every time the people would murmur, they would say, basically, we want to return to Egypt. We had 
food in Egypt. We had all these nice things in Egypt. We want to return to Egypt. And what would happen to them? Every time they murmured and said they wanted to return back to that land of bondage that God had delivered them from, God would punish them because they were sinning. They were not relying on God. They wanted to rely on the Egyptians. Egypt represented disobedience. And here, with this remnant of Judah wanting to return to Egypt or go into Egypt, it represents them continuing in their sin, a sin that God has already punished them for. And he's telling them that he would continue to punish them. And just as an aside, if you think about it, we see this one other place. If you look in the book of Genesis and you look at when Lot and Abraham separates, what does it say Lot does? It says he pinches his, pitches his tent towards Sodom. Sodom represented sin. So he pitches his tent towards Sodom, and what happens the next time we see him? He's in Sodom, surrounded by sin. The same is true with Egypt. So God tells this remnant of Judah to not go into Egypt. But what do they do? Instead of listening to God and what God says, they disobey. They disobey. Even after the prophecy that God gives Jeremiah in chapter 43 and 44 concerning this remnant and Egypt. So what does God tell Jeremiah to do? He says, take up these stones and hide them and when you get into the land of Egypt, you plant them where I tell you to plant them and tell the, this remnant that where you see these stones, the throne of the king of Babylon will be placed. Because the Babylonians are going to come into Egypt and destroy it. So instead of following God, they go into Egypt. And as we know, they get punished for this. But how many times do we turn from God and go into Egypt? Disobeying God, wanting to go our own way, do our own thing. God tells us to turn to the right and we turn to the left. If you think about it, how different are we than the children of Israel? We're not very different. If you think about it, God gives us blessings, He gives us promises. Yet instead of following God and obeying God and relying on his blessings and promises, 
We want to go to the land of Egypt, this land of sin, this land of bondage, and do our own thing. We're no different than Israel in doing this. God tells us to follow him and to not go into Egypt. And instead of following God, we go right into Egypt. And we tend to go into Egypt more times than many of us want to admit. Now what do I mean? If you think about it, any time we deviate from letting God be Lord of our life, from the leadership of God, the lordship of God, and God's control over us, we go into Egypt. Because that represents sin. Anytime we leave God's lordship and go do our own thing, we sin. Anytime we fall to sin, we go into Egypt. Anytime we go our own way, we go into Egypt. Egypt is the land of sin and idolatry. We disregard what God tells us and how he will be with us, how he will have mercy upon us, how he will have compassion on us. We disregard the promises that he gives us. Instead, we want to go alone and do our own, own thing, live our own life. And when we go into Egypt, if you think about it, when we go into Egypt, we are telling God that we don't need him. That we don't want him controlling us. This is what the Hebrews were doing. Think about it. God had told them, do not go into Egypt. If you stay in the land, I will have mercy on you. I will have compassion on you. I will plant you in the land and I will protect you. All you have to do is obey. He says the same to us. And what did the Hebrews do? This remnant of Judah. They said, we don't want that. We want to go to Egypt. And then God tells them, if you go into Egypt, I'm going to destroy you. And they did it anyway. In a sense, they were telling him, we're going to listen to our own selves and do our own thing. We do not need you. And as a result, they were destroyed along with the Egyptians. We do the same thing. When we go our own way, when we do our own thing, we're telling God we don't need him. Instead of letting God lead us, we're being led by sinful pride. And that's all it is. It's sinful pride. Yet how can we make it on our own? Think about it. Everything that we have 
Our entire being, who we are, is reliant upon God. He gives us the air we breathe, the food we eat, the clothes we wear, the homes we live in, the jobs we have. Everything that we have, everything that we do, everything that makes us who we are is reliant upon God. Yet every time we fall into sin, we're telling him, we don't need you. Every time we go our own way, we're telling him, we don't need you. We deviate and we, we deviate from God and go our own way at our own peril. Because the scripture tells us that God will not be mocked. And every time we leave him, every time we say we do not need him and we fall to sin, we are mocking God. Christians think that because we have Jesus Christ, we're fine. Christians are going to be standing before Christ one day and giving an account as to the way we lived our life as a Christian. We're not going to be judged for sin because that was judged and paid for on the cross. But we will be judged by the way we live our life. And every time we sin, every time we leave God behind, every time we say we can do our own thing or go our own way, we're telling Jesus Christ that we don't need him. And we're going to have to account for that. We deviate from God and go into Egypt at our own peril. Just as the remnant of Judah entered Egypt at their own peril. And we might be saying, well, God won't do anything to us. We're Christians. Remember Ananias and Sapphira in the book of Acts? Remember what Jesus Christ tells the church at Laodicea? Where is the church at Laodicea today? It was destroyed. We're to follow God. We're to live our life as a Christian. We are to rely on him in all things and we are not to go into Egypt. And Egypt represents every sinful, lascivious thing that you can think of that is going on in the United States right now. We're to steer clear of that. We're to turn from Egypt and turn to God. We're to obey God. We're to follow God. As James 4.10 states, we are to cast ourselves down before the Lord. 
Look at what James 4.10 says. It says, Cast down yourselves before the Lord, and He will lift you up. We're not to be lifted in pride. We're to let God lift us after we humble ourselves before Him. Egypt is nothing but sin. Lawlessness, disobedience, and life away from God. Again, look at what Jeremiah tells them by the voice of the Lord. O ye remnant of Judah, the Lord hath said concerning you, go not into Egypt. We're not to go into Egypt. We're to turn to God, walk with Him, and be near Him every day. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before, I just thank you for your word. Pray, Lord, that you would be with us as we go into this time of invitation. Again, Lord, if there's anyone here that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us. Continue to overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.